Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hi, Savvy Souls. So we're at episode 116, 116, and today we're going to be talking about the quality of your attention and why that's important. So when you think back over the past week, what was the quality of your attention To measure that, think back to conversations you had. In those conversations, I want you to think about this honestly. Were you really listening to what the person said? Were you really curious to know what they had to say? Or were you thinking about what you were going to say next? How much were you really listening? Think about all the ways you navigated through space during the week, the walks that you took, the times you you drove, even just moving around your house. What was the quality of that experience? What were you noticing or not noticing? Were you on autopilot or were you really noticing what you were doing? Or think about all the small tasks, the errands, all the little things that we do that take up our time. What was the quality of your attention there? Were you really focused on what you were doing or were you just trying to get through it to move on to the next thing? Think about everything, shows you watch, the music you listen to and ask yourself that question, how much did I really pay attention to it? I know for me, I don't always take in everything I do. I'm there. I'm not there. Sometimes when I read, it's hilarious because I will read for five minutes and then realize I didn't take in anything. I was thinking about something else and I have to start over again and over again and over again. And that happens quite a lot for me because I'm not paying attention. So here's the thing. The quality of attention we bring to what we do fundamentally alters our experience of it. It makes the experience meaningful or not. The quality of our attention ultimately creates the quality of our lives. I started thinking about attention when I watched an interview of Elon Musk by BBC journalist James Clayton. When I watched that interview get dissected, on two of my favorite shows on YouTube by two different sets of behavior analysts, the four analysts on the behavior panel and a guy who calls himself Spidey on something called the behavioral arts. All really brilliant shows. Just to digress for a moment, if you're interested in human behavior and how to read other people and understand what motivates them, Um, These are two really, really high quality shows to watch on YouTube, the Behavior Panel and the Behavioral Arts. In any case, 
they both, Quincy, they don't usually do the same people, but last week they both analyzed this interview of Elon Musk by BBC journalist James Clayton. And when I watched the interview, it was painful. And all of the behavior analysts confirmed what I could feel watching that interview. And it was this, James, the BBC journalist, was not listening to anything that Elon Musk said. It's not like I'm a big Elon Musk fan. I have some issues with things he's done, especially over at Twitter. But, you know, he was there in the interview. He was providing this interview. He was saying, I'm an open book. And he was happy to talk about anything. But this journalist just wasn't listening. He wasn't taking in what he was saying. It was hilarious. He was like looking at his phone the whole time Elon was talking. And it was so clear that what he was doing was figuring out his next question. At the end, the interview was a complete disaster because of this lack of listening and his unpreparedness. But it was really the lack of listening that I noticed. And I noticed how much watching this interview really bothered me in the same way that watching so much U.S. news coverage in particular bothers me. It's the lack of listening. And I wondered, why can't the interviewers on these shows approach the person being interviewed with curiosity and an intention to listen? If interviewers interviewed from a desire to learn, a desire to find out something new, and a genuine interest in the other person, the interviews would be so much more revealing and enjoyable. There'd be so many more pauses and fewer interruptions. I wouldn't feel so anxious watching them and frustrated because I'm not hearing the full measure of the answers that are clearly available for me that I would like to hear. So it was interesting because later in the week, I watched an interview by an artist I'm following a lot. He's a abstract artist and just a beautiful person. His name is Nicholas Wilton or Nick Wilton. And he has this wonderful platform called art to life That's A-R-T with the number two life in it, if you want to look it up. Anyway, he had a guest that he was interviewing And as his guest answered his question, Nick closed his eyes and smiled as his guest told a beautiful story. And Nick was so in the moment. He was taking in as much of the experience his guest was conveying as possible. And I almost cried when I watched that. It was so beautiful to watch somebody holding space and listening with such intense curiosity and interest and wanting to hear what was being said. And I thought this, this is what listening is like. And I imagined myself in conversations, listening with that same total immersion in what the person I'm talking with is telling me. 
this is how I listen to my clients. Maybe that's why I find my client calls so relaxing because I'm only interested in what they have to say. It's not my job to be talking about me. But I imagined after hearing Nick's interview, what my other relationships in my life would be like if I remembered to listen like he was listening there all the time with my full attention and curiosity. What new things would I learn about the people in my life? What could I discover? What deeper levels of connection could I create? So Savvy Souls, what would it be like if you listened more to the people you're in conversation with? What would you learn and discover? What deeper connections would you form? So this whole thing about paying attention, I find that once a topic comes to mind for me, it starts to appear everywhere. Uh, this happens, I think, partly mystically, and I think it happens also biologically because when we start noticing something, we see it everywhere and we pay attention to it and we learn about it. So sometime after watching this interview, it was Saturday, and my art teacher who teaches me online, his name is Ian Roberts, I've talked to him, talked about him here before, he was teaching us about the importance of edges in our paintings. So I'm taking a series of courses with him. And even though the people taking it are mostly established artists, we start each part by going back to basics, which is amazing because it's amazing what happens midstream when you give the basics your full attention again. My guess is that's true in any field. And I guess I talked about that in a recent podcast all about becoming a beginner again. In any case, in this particular session, Ian said this sentence. Uh, I think maybe he was quoting someone, but I couldn't find out the source or it might've just been from him. Anyway, he said, the quality of attention produces the music. I wrote down that sentence and circled it three times because it made the hair on my arms stand up with the truth of it. The quality of attention produces the music. So I just paused there because I want you to let those words sink in. The quality of attention produces the music. My bet is there's a recognition in you too of the importance of this idea that the music, the beauty in our lives is created by the quality of our attention. I'm really learning that in this course as Ian teaches us to draw and to paint in a very slow and meditative style. Ian also quoted the late American poet and literary critic, J.D. McCatchley, who said, love is the quality of attention we pay to things. 
And then he quoted my favorite poet, Mary Oliver, who I always seem to be quoting here and everywhere else. And she said, attention is the beginning of devotion. Ian was talking about the quality of edges we paint. For those of you who don't paint, edges just means every place where one shape ends and another begins, or even one color ends and a new one begins. <laughs> and oh, there's my dog barking. I'm not going to edit that out. It's just life, right? So the edges, whether they're sharp or whether they're blurred or whether it's a slow gradation, really makes a difference to the quality of your painting. So what he said to us was paint less and listen more to really see the quality of your edges and the quality of your work. So what he meant was when he said paint less and listen more was do a few strokes and then stand up and walk back six or eight feet. We were doing very small pieces. If they were big pieces, they would be have to step back further and look at the work from a distance, take it in and then decide the next strokes. And that makes a real difference to the quality of the painting. It's that quality of attention by standing up and stepping back and looking at the work. So Savvy Souls, how can you do less and listen more? What's your equivalent of painting less and stepping back to take it all in before you make the next stroke? In other words, where are you rushing and doing and in a flurry of activity and getting it done and not taking the time to listen and digest and notice what feels good to you, what feels purposeful to you, what feels aligned to you, and noticing what doesn't, what doesn't feel right, what feels off, what's not the best you could be doing. Stopping to notice what it feels like, regularly stopping, regularly pausing. I know that in music, the pauses between the notes actually makes the song more beautiful. It's the pauses in life that make life more beautiful because we are stopping to listen. So my question for you here is, when are you stopping to listen? Now let's go back to the Mary Oliver quote, attention is the beginning of devotion. Mary Oliver was always writing about nature, and that was the context for that quote. She was talking about teaching your children to notice nature. And because Mary paid attention, such deep attention to the tiniest nuances and details of the nature around her, she was able to capture the essence of it in her poetry, the feeling of being awestruck in ordinary meadows and woods, 
and walking by streams. And she was able to communicate that to us, the awe in the ordinary. These are all things I've noticed here on my acreage where I moved to back in 2020 from Toronto. And now that I'm in the middle of my acreage, and by the way, I'm not sure if you can hear a big mower outside that would be the lawns around me getting cut. And if you can't hear it, that's awesome too. Anyway, being here in the middle of meadows and farmland, there's lots of tall grasses and scrub trees and giant weeds in the fields and winter browns and messy ditches. And there is so much beauty in all of it. Living here, especially moving here at the beginning of COVID, encouraged me to stay mostly here and to spend huge amounts of time observing, paying attention, and falling in love with my property. And every day I discover new things to fall in love with. I've got about 18 or 19,000 photos on my iPhone that I've taken since moving here. And at least 90% of them are taken just on my eight and a half modest nature on my acreage. I've literally fallen in love with Queen Anne's lace, which is technically a weed, and with the bracket fungus on a stump in the area where I take to throw, take my dogs to throw balls to, and with the deeply grooved tree bark of my chestnut trees, and with the reflection of scraggly trees over the muddy pond that I need to cross over to reach the lake and the little shoreline that I have. I've fallen in love with lushly petaled peonies and brightly colored tulips in every shade and the ethereally delicate magnolia tree flower petals and with the fragrance of the 30 or so lilac bushes in spring. I've fallen in love with shadows, how they stretch and shorten are blue or orange or purple of large tree shadows that stretch a hundred feet, dappled shadows in forest floors and a large cloud shadow in a pool of bright light. I could clearly go on for an hour, but don't worry, I'm not going to do that. But what I've learned here living on this acreage and just studying the land with my full attention is that it's not necessary for me to travel far afield to appreciate nature. It's the most ordinary things that can strike me, that can strike us with awe when we elevate the quality of our attention, when we stop to notice the beauty around us. So Savvy Souls, that's available to you. There's always nature around you, even if you live in a big city. There's always a park nearby. There's always the sky out your window. There are always plants and trees and even what you grow inside your own home. So don't wait for your next trip to Mexico to admire the sunset on a beach. 
discover the nature in every corner around you and elevate it through the quality of your attention. Pay attention, listen, observe, notice, and you will discover there are things to love in your environment all around you. So Savvy Souls, I guess that's what this episode is all about. It's all about love. As I quoted J.D. McClatchy earlier, love is the quality of attention we pay to things. So bring the quality of your attention, Savvy Souls, to the conversations you have, to the things you do, and to the environment you're in. Let love slip into your daily experience. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.